You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. It's often recited. It's recited at the start of Ramadan, before Ramadan, telling us uh, about fasting. If fasting is ordained for you as it's ordained for those before you in order that you may attain piety or taqwa, God consciousness, or uh, fear of God that drives your actions, whatever definition you wish to use. But we are now at the last Jumma of Ramadan. Uh, three uh, Jummas have passed before us. And this is the uh, Jummat al-Wida, or the farewell uh, Jummah. So we should use this as an opportunity to reflect and say, well, 27, 26 days of Ramadan are due to complete upon us a Maghrib tonight, inshallah. Have we achieved what the ayat of Qur'an reve- was revealed, asked us to do, to attain this piety? If the answer is yes, or we feel a bit of an improvement, alhamdulillah, we are achieving that. If the answer is no, do not despair. We still have three and a half days left, potentially, to make the most of that. So the point is, is that our whole purpose and point in life is to draw uh, close and to be at one with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything else is a means and everything else that stands as a result of that is for our own good. And we should be using this opportunity to reflect on that. Uh, Juma is often a time to give advice, to give counsel uh, to, to one another. And we should reflect on this and say, well, have I drawn closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If not, what do I need to do to help at least achieve some of that? If indeed you have felt a drawing of closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that does not mean to say you take the foot off the accelerator. You keep going and try and get further as far as you can so that you can maintain these good habits in the remaining 11 months of the year so that inshallah, when it comes to next Ramadan, should Allah give us life, we're able to make, take that next step forward if you're not already doing so. And one thing I want to relate uh, in, uh, that is, uh, I want to mention that is related to that is a hadith Qudsi narrated in Bukhari, which goes, The Prophet sallallahu said, Allah the Most High said, I am as my servant thinks or expects I am. I am with him when he mentions me. If he mentions me to himself, I mention him to myself. And if he mentions me in an assembly, I mention him to an assembly greater than it. If he draws near to me a hand's length, I draw near to him an arm's length. And if he comes to me walking, I go to him at speed. And um, some of the scholars of Hadith, may have mercy upon them all, said uh, uh, that Allah said, I am as my slave expects me to be. And commenting saying, Ibn Hajar says, meaning I am able to do whatever he expects I will do. Imam Nawawi, may Allah have mercy upon him, said, the scholars say that expecting the best of Allah is to expect that he will have mercy on him and relieve him of hardship. He also goes on to say that, uh, Al-Qadi Iyad said, that this means he will forgive him if he seeks such, will accept his repentance if he repents, will answer him if he supplicates, and will suffice him if he asks for something. It is also said that it refers to having hope and longing for relief, and this is the most correct. Ahmad bin uh, uh, Umar al-Qurtubi, may Allah have mercy upon him, said, It is said that his saying, I am as my slave expects me to be, means if one expects an answer when he supplicates, his repentance to be accepted, something repugnant to be repelled from him, is these to be accepted and that uh, that are performed with their proper conditions and this is supported by saying call upon Allah while you are certain that you will be answered likewise it is incumbent upon the one who repents seeks forgiveness and does good deeds to exert himself in fulfilling his obligations while he is certain that Allah will accept his actions and forgive his sins as Allah has promised that he will accept and uh, any truthful repentance and righteous deeds so whoever performs such a deed and believes and expects that Allah will not accept it and will not benefit him, this is despair from the mercy of Allah and it is from the greatest of major sins. 
Whoever dies upon this will be delivered to that which he expected. My respected brothers, sisters, as I mentioned, the whole point is to draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying this in his own words. If you come to me walking, I will come to you at speed. So this is a, this is a month for taking. Yes, it's a month for giving in terms of giving charity and giving up your desires during the prescribed hours. But it's also a month of taking from Allah's mercy, his rahmah, his opportunity. And this is the best time to do it. The shayateen are chained. We are all in this together. We're all pushing one another, subconsciously or consciously. So this is the best opportunity to make the most of it. May Allah make it easy for myself, my respected brothers and sisters, to make the most of this month and whatever remains of it. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Salatu Salaam Ashraf Al-Anbiya Al-Muslimin A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem Wal Asr Inna Al-Insan Lafi Khusr Illa Al-Ladheena Aamnu Aamilu Al-Salihati Wa Tawasaw Bil-Haqqi Wa Tawasaw Bil-Sab This is the month of Dua and very everybody knows the, the, the blessings of Dua and the fact that a person when he fasts, he opens his fast some scholars say specifically after Asr that the Dua is not rejected and we know from what I said before that Allah says, I am what my slave expects from me. So it's an opportunity to ask. So many people are in difficulty, so many people have needs, so many people are in despair. Yeah, Allah is saying, come to me, come to me. And you can come to me at any time. But there are better times better than others, but it doesn't mean to say you can't come at any time. But the important thing is to actually have that belief that when you're going to Allah, that you're not taking a box. But you actually are begging from Allah and that you firmly believe that He will fulfill your needs. Yes, we ask other people and we seek the means around us, but these are the means. Understanding that Allah gives the ability and decrees uh, the effects to be positive or not. And even if they're not positive, in the immediate sense or in the sense of this worldly life, it doesn't mean to say they're not positive overall, because we do not know what the, uh, the future holds for us, be it in this life or hereafter. And that is why we should always be patient. And that is why one of the attributes that we acquire during this month of Ramadan is patience. Particularly when you're opening your fast at 10, 13, 10, 14. You've gone the whole day, you're tired. But you still sit there patiently. Whether it's the fear of breaking the fast and, and uh, encroaching sin, or whether it's the fact that you get, uh, some, whether you get benefit or you get happiness in trying to fulfill the obligation, the point is we are patient till that point. So in the same way that we are patient to the opening of our iftar, we should be patient when it comes to making dua. Because the moment you start thinking to yourself, your dua is not going to be answered or Allah has forsaken me. That is when he will forsake you, as the hadith has mentioned. We should reflect upon this because many people, despite asking for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, still feel down. And it's understandably so because circumstances are such that they can make people feel like that. But we should always draw positivity. We should always have that hope in what we recite in terms of the Quran and the various ahadith that are narrated to us. So may Allah make it easy for us to understand the value of seeking from him and to truly believe that. We should not confuse our hope with delusion. When I say delusion, I mean that we actively sin, we actively disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing that we are sinning and we have no remorse in doing that. That is merely delusion. And we should separate between the two. Yes, if we make a mistake through our own human error or forgetfulness or because we're weak, but we repent sincerely and try our best not to do it again, that is the difference. May Allah make it easy for ourselves to understand and appreciate the olive branch that is extended to us time and time again. Inna Allah malaikatuhu yusalluna ala nabi Ya ayuhaladhin amu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad Kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim Innaka hamidun majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad Kama barikta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim Innaka hamidun majid For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.